Welcome to Tech Driven Business. In this second episode with Torsten Weld and Jason Shearer of SAP, we talk about the power of SAC and Trump's dashboard and why it is a natural fit for companies of all sizes. Their combined business and technology focus approach allows for listeners to get a complete picture of how this SAP analytics solution can immediately provide value. So welcome back, Torsten and Jason. How are you guys? Good, thank you. What's good? Good to be back. Doing great. Awesome. So, so today we are going to dig deeper from our last session, you know, uh, where our listeners really want to learn more about how the terms dashboard can help small businesses. Uh, and both, and when I say small, I mean small and medium-sized businesses, basically overcoming obstacles in their analytics journey. How does that sound? Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Okay, great. So Jason, I'll start with you. Um, so can you explain how the out-of-the-box KPIs work? Um, I mean, my understanding is normally a business you know, would have data and, uh, you, and you create dashboards on top of that data. With terms, uh, my understanding is there is no building of dashboards at all. Is that right? Can you explain that in more detail, please? Oh, yeah. It's a really different concept, too, because I come from big companies where, you know, it's fairly you'd hire some people to build dashboards for you. Um, But I was a business analyst and I spent a lot of time kind of looking at the different data sets. You'd get all of these NBAs, you'd get all these business process experts and they'd know how to put stuff in Excel. It was it was almost just the magic, you know, to build the dashboards. And then you've got to get somebody that both knows the data and knows design which is, is kind of hard. It's kind of a, a unique sweet spot. Um, but almost anybody can, can dump, you know, their finances out of QuickBooks. Um, they keep track of the line items that they've purchased in a simple format. Um, with terms, we give you a template. Uh, it's fairly easy whether you're using a big, fancy, you know, ERP, SAP, or, or one of our competitors or friends, let's say. <laughs> so, so no matter what you use, uh, we've got a format, you put it in there and everything is out of the box. So 21 KPIs covering your cash, uh, covering your financial performance, covering your customer, covering manufacturing, um, even covering safety. They're all there uh, out of the box. If you want to drill down, let's say I've got 10 different products I want to track. Let's say I've got two separate plants I'm working, and maybe maybe one of the plants is is my house, and one's my my buddy uh, Jeans. Whatever, however you're running your business now, you can. It gives you that drill down for those products. It'll give you predictive forecasts based on whatever data set you put into it. So, like I said, if I've got five products, it's one line item per each in the spreadsheet. Just follow the template, and you've got a customized forecast for your product for your customer for your work locations, for anything that you throw into the system. Um, Like I said, normally we've lived in this world where I've got to do all of that myself. Um, I've got to design these things. Now you don't. Now it's on your iPad, on your phone in minutes when you match our template. Um, It seems like a small thing, uh, but especially for a company that doesn't know how to build dashboards or have those resources, it's actually yeah. huge. And to, to the point that Jason just brought up, a lot of the mid-market companies, they don't have big IT staff, right? Um, they're, they're operating very much uh, out of Excel spreadsheets and gobble things together. 
then they have to think how these KPIs work, how they you know interact with each other, and they look at it from a silo perspective. So with with the terms, what we really wanted to achieve is um, the the overview across the company. Number one, number two is really that you can you don't have any uh, requirement of a system in the background. You just take the Excel spreadsheet, load it up. If you do it manually, if you have other systems, you can move it in. You can later on connect it uh, to your live systems too, if you want to. But it, you know the effort typically in a project um, is number one, what's the data? Then putting the data model in place. Then from the data model, right, do the calculations, then the visualization. All of that stuff, it just takes time and effort and resources. And what we said, why, why not just building something that's a great starting point or for some companies just adopt it and use it, right? Uh, it gets you at least 80, 90% uh, there and you can run instead of really recreating all of this, right? Uh, we spent uh, three, four weeks as a team not full-time, but as a team to build these things, um, just to make sure that from a, from a consistency, we're all there, you know, from a, you know, perspective of documenting in it, it's all there. Um, so it took us probably a little bit longer than a, a normal company would, if, if they would just create it for themselves. But uh, we thought if we get a kickstart of this, it just uh, allows companies just to collect the data, put it in, start using it and uh, downloading it out of their content store. Yeah. Isn't it funny, Torsten? I'm, I've got, you know, we released this in February and a great project, fun. You know, we're, we felt like we were really helping a lot of people with it uh, in, the, in the smaller markets and the smaller companies. But, you know, I've been pulled into so many conversations with large customers who are all like, wait a minute, SAP is willing to say these are the 21 KPIs uh, for for aerospace. And they're like, that's interesting. Uh, okay, let's talk about it. And we've gotten to a lot of interesting conversations about which KPIs are really the best ones and kind of the whole money ball, you know, saber metrics behind running a business. Um, it's an interesting time to be in the middle of this. And, you know, you come in, I'm a big, one of the big players, I can use these same KPIs. And they're like, well, don't use the spreadsheet. We can we can hook it directly into whatever systems you have. Um, but the color coding is there. The you know color coding for red stop. I call them stoplights. Uh, they're red, yellow, uh, and green for everything. We've got it set based on our industry analysts and Patriot um, where you should be in each of these KPIs. And that's the real interesting story for a lot of them is because a lot of people don't publish that. It's kind of a secret sauce. You know what's What's really good when it comes to overtime? And it's a little bit different for every company. Um, with the SAC piece, I'm kind of a, a, an analytics cloud nerd. So I've built this new thing where you can move these sliders. And these sliders uh, interact with several backend calculations in a unique way so that I, it makes it super easy. I say, hey, on-time delivery should be 82% now because we've made some process improvements. You move the slider, you hit save, um, it's done. With with Patriot, with some of this other stuff, I mean, you can really go in and talk to industry experts who can help you align your KPIs to really what they should be. And even then, you say, hey, we've got a drought that we're facing. We know we're not going to get any orders for six months. How does that change it? 
you can align those KPIs based on that analysis. I mean, where else can you do that as a small, you know, two, three, four person business, but also where else are you going to find the capability to give this to your suppliers to say, Hey, you guys, you, I really need to be able to rely on you. Here's a cheap, easy, out of the box way that you can align yourself to KPIs. You can forecast, you can do all of these things that big modern companies can take you know, all of this expertise, all of this cloud capability that SAP has and scale it down to a, a shoestring for anybody. That, that's a huge story to the, the big boys, the big vendors, as well as the small ones. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, that brings me to my, my next point. I want to uh, kind of uh, get your feedback on this, Jason. Um, so let's say I'm a small company, right? Um, and most small companies don't even know, you know, the word SAP or they don't, and when, every time they see SAP, see they, they see big dollar signs, right? So why would I use analytics cloud versus other analytics solutions, you know, that are available? And I'll, I'll put a little twist to this question, um, uh, this conversation basically, um, by you convincing me as I'm also, you know, my organization, we are a small business, even though we are SAP partners, but uh, as a small business owner myself, why would I use Analytics Cloud um, as my tool of choice? I think it's always the first tool you should use. <laughs> for, 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 well, I mean, there's there's good reasons for it, right? So, and anybody else, I'm running data through a traditional x86 computer. From from a computer science perspective, that's silly. Um, Hana. SAP's proprietary in-memory database has the ability, and it's it's the back end for SAC. Uh, it has the ability to take data streaming from anywhere, combine it in real time, and run a predictive algorithm against it. So we're not only talking about data that I can download in, in Tableau, or what's the, the limit, 10 gig or whatever. We're not only talking about the, the small data sets, we're talking about big data too. Data that's living in big systems. So I start with Analytics Cloud, I get the predictive stuff out of the box, which is great. I get the ability to connect to anything, Google, my cloud drives, um, and and pull everything together into a dashboard in, in, real, in real time. I get all of that, but then I can look at my landscape. I can put anything else I want under the hood. I can put any other applications. As I grow, I need supply chain. I can use SAP and I'll get huge benefits for it, but I can use anything else. My dashboards don't change. I can. I don't have to move. I don't have to ETL. I become far more efficient as a company. So yeah, I, small business be able to see first, see what's on the horizon. And as I get bigger, I just start plugging things in. And that is my IT infrastructure. If I'm a bigger company that's already doing this, you know, I can look at all of my data. I can combine it together with SAP's business technology platform. And I always like to say, you know, analytics cloud is, isn't really, it isn't really an analytics tool. It's a suite of capabilities that live on the cloud that enable HANA to be beamed right to your browser. So I'm passing the middleman. I'm passing any of those architectural constraints that slow me down and living in HANA as a computer th through a thin client with all of the capability for maps, all of the capability for planning, all of the capability for predictive. Once some of these small companies start playing with the planning tool, that Bark's number one rated planning tool on the planet, to look at costing, 
to look at allocations, to do financial planning, to do consolidations, to do any of these things that pretty much every company does at some level. Um, it's going to transform the way they do business, period. Now, now just to add what Jason said, um, to take it maybe also into the business world, right? If, if you look at it, um, what SAC does or brings to the table, SAP brings to the table is the fact that we understand the, the business processes. We understand the, the data models behind it, right? Um, so just from a DNA perspective, we already have an understanding uh, of the, the world of business, if it's manufacturing or other areas. That's why we have such a big uh, focus on industries. So we can bring that element to the discussion in, in our, our products, right? So they're they're tuned towards the industry view to run a business and, and, and to do those kind of things. So therefore, to bring in not just uh, analytics, but it's the insights that SSC brings that maps it back to actions, right? And that's the critical part. To find the needle in the haystack is one thing, but what to do with it, that's the next part. And that's the that's the big element uh, of capabilities that are in SAC or in SAP, right? That you will find are super, super interesting. If it's the, the stuff that Jason said, the forecasting pieces or the predictive uh, elements, right? They are, you know, they're there and then you can take actions out of it. You can, you know, route the stuff to the next uh, person. You, you can influence your your order quantities, all those kind of things, uh, you know, that, that the actions out of it and to connect it to a next system that can take that as a transaction and to move off of it. That's the real big piece. And also the fact to understand of how do I prioritize my work, right? prioritize my business and prioritize my work that's the that's the big part for for a lot of businesses because they need to run efficiently and today a lot of people just doing the normal jobs because that's how they did it before now with covid everything is put in uh, in, in an upside down now we have to really focus on it which parts are missing which customer should i start up first right if I get that information, if I have a shortage of parts, who am I going to call first as a customer that they get their shipment? How much are they going to get? Get to get the full shipment, the part shipment? Because I want to be much, you know, evenly distributed to everyone. Can they live with it? Uh, you know, having that information, how many parts you, you can ship is one piece. But how do you then connect it then to the next set of creating the shipments and all those kind of things? That's really, there. there's a lot of power of the SAC and the SAP world that really comes together. Yeah, I totally agree with you guys on that. I mean, uh, I, I bring this background, you know, where I use so many different uh, planning and um, forecasting tools over, the, over my career myself. And um, I see SAC as a blending tool. It almost brings in, you know, you have the predictive capabilities, you have the planning capabilities and your business intelligence built in. So I think it overall, it just, I see it as a package solution, especially when you are a small, medium-sized business, you can definitely get real value out of it real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, Jason, you were saying something? You want to add something? 
Oh no, I was just going to go on. My wife always tells me not to go on about Moneyball. Have you guys seen seen the movie Moneyball? Yeah, I'm just absolutely. I'm reminded, you know, when when Torsten talked about decision making, because we we keep telling people all the time they can do better decision making, give them a lot of a lot of uh, reasons why. But Moneyball always seemed so fierce to me because, you know, you find one KPI that nobody else knows about, right? One KPI. Um, that's what the machine learning do, does. It looks out these, seeks out these KPIs. But you can operate on a shoe, shoestring compared to your competition if you know the right KPIs. And that's all that it comes back to. I mean, here, you know, compared to anybody else running without those 21 KPIs, you've got a clear advantage. And then as you start getting into the data with the machine learning that it guides you through, it handholds you through, uh, you can find out that one KPI that means you can dominate. I just get so excited yeah. by the top. But I think your point, oh, Jason, that the, the critical part is uh, to understand what, uh, you know, get the data point. That's one thing. But if you have that piece of information, it if you don't translate it into actions, then you're still not on the right track. And, and that's the key part, right? Most of the analytics tools that are out there, A, are just getting you that information, and then you have to do five, six other more steps to get it into actions, right? Oh, you're right. And, and it's like, what does this new KPI mean? It's like, I don't know, but the machine does. The machine knows what it means in the context of all of my other KPIs, so it can help me optimize without me learning data science, without me having to learn anything. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so Torsten, uh, how does this terms, you know, fit into the overall industry strategy? What is next? Can you just uh, dive into that? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that Jason and I uh, and, and the team were debating is truly, first of all, we want to get this dashboard out to as many suppliers uh, and the supply base as possible because we think what we, what we build is a great start and great help. Number one, right? Number two, what we want to do next is truly to not only uh, get them excited about uh, the, the dashboards, but help them in a way to set themselves up uh, to the next level, right? Have this as a starting point. So the next level after that is how can they connect it to their own systems, right? Uh, provide more connectors uh, out of the box in it to do those things. The other piece is bring maybe other KPIs in that we learn throughout the process that are maybe critical. Uh, but the other piece that we're really aiming at is to see if we can do more of the interaction with the data, building more of the data stories so that companies can interact or not companies, but people of the companies can interact with the data, the managers, right? The, the, uh, the, the, COOs, the CEOs, the owners of the companies, right? That they can really interact with those. Because in today's world, most people think of analytics as you go over to the IT and they write a report to specific requirements and that's it, right? But at the end, where you want to get to is what, what Jason uh, did in a project uh, a couple of years ago, which resulted in a product called Inscribe, is that you can interact with the data that you can ask questions in, in plain, simple uh, terms, right? And you get answers to it. 
and you get the reports back to it. You don't have to have a big IT staff there that builds you the next report. And you have to explain four or five times what exactly you want it, right? And then you have to wait another week till they come back with a report or the, the changes to the report. So we, we wanted to cut this, this, this process of interaction with data and insights to the data way back. So that's uh, really what we want to go next. But of course, you know, small, medium-sized businesses, they will, it will take them some time to adjust to it, to get used to it. So we, will, we want to take them on a journey. Awesome. Awesome. So with that, uh, I know we're coming to the end of our session. I'd like to thank you both for sharing your thoughts with our listeners. Um, I think one thing that really stands out from this conversation, it is very obvious on where SAP is heading with the, the analytics portfolio, right? And what customers should expect in the coming months and years, especially for small and medium-sized businesses. So with that, um, I'd like to wrap up our session. Thank you so much, both of you, for coming on and sharing your thoughts. Uh, thank you for having us. It was a great pleasure and looking forward. Yeah, it was a great pleasure. Thank you. This two-part discussion with Torsten and Jason highlights how SAC in the Terms Dashboard allows for all businesses to take advantage of ready-to-go content, design tools, and analytics without needing a lot of time or dedicated IT personnel.